Welcome everyone to Couch Potato Diary, the day after the Calgary Flames playoff hopes officially come to an end after a shootout loss to the Nashville Predators. My name is Peter Klein, thank you all so much for downloading and listening today. You can find me on social media, Twitter and Instagram, I'm at PrimetimeKlein, twitch.tv slash PrimetimePK, and you can email the show Diary at yahoo.com. Coming up on the show today, how did we get here with the Calgary Flames? And the Toronto Blue Jays off to a pretty good start to the season so far. We'll get into those things. Thank you all so much for downloading and listening today. Hi, I'm Kim Carson. And I'm Peter Klein, and this is We Had No Idea. A podcast about world events that you know about. But might have fallen asleep for during history class. Or social studies, however you learned history in high school. Each week we'll do a deep dive into important topics throughout history. So whether you already know everything or feel like you need a top up on some history, we'll be here for you. Listen to us each week wherever you get your podcasts. Woo! All right, let's begin with the Calgary Flames. A disappointing end to a disappointing season as they fall to the National Predators last night in a loss that is very a very good summary of things. And once again, like just compare and contrast What the Winnipeg Jets did last night, where they kicked the shit out of the San Jose Sharks in a game they knew they kind of needed. The Flames taking on, albeit a team that is performing better right now, but still not a good National Hockey League team by any stretch of the imagination. They're playing well, but this is not a good National Predators team. Came out flat. Again, turned it on in the second and third period a little bit. It was too late, though. Like, I, I cannot recall the last full 60-minute effort that this Calgary Flames team had. It has been disappointing performance after disappointing performance after, oh, well, I guess they won. There's been very few times, like, we've had some glimpses where it's like, okay, maybe they figured it out. Maybe they've turned things around. They never did. At no point did they go on a real run to get there. And so I I said it on Game Over Calgary last night, and I'll I'll say it here. I don't want to hear about luck. I don't want to hear about, oh, well, it's 31 goal losses. Oh, well, it's uh, look at all the posts that they hit. Oh, look at how many teams they outshot. This team got what they deserved from how they played. They they did not, this team did not ever play like a playoff team. With a couple of exceptions at the very beginning of the season, this was not a team that was ever looking like one that could really take any kind of a step and make any kind of a threat when it came to the postseason. So I don't know I don't know what th- this team could have expected given the performances and given quite frankly the efforts that that they put out. A, a lot there, there's a lot that can go around in terms of blame. Um, I, I think the coach was kind of dog shit this year. I think the general manager could have jumped in a little bit sooner to try to help a sinking ship if the direction they were going to go was to try to make the playoffs. Um, and I, I think quite frankly, like I, th- there's a bit of me that doesn't blame the players for quitting on their coach because he seems quite quit honorable, but the, like have a bit of pride have a bit of professionalism. The, the the effort that this team showed was not, it just wasn't good enough all season long. And I think big changes need to be made, but this is this organization. Big changes are never made. So we'll see what actually happens with this team this coming off season for uh, the Flames. As far as um, Calgary Flames talk is concerned, um, I'm going to be back on with Audie. We're going to do fan appreciation night. After the the Flames game against the San Jose Sharks, we're going to be taking some uh, people in on Zoom and just going to be having a, a regular old good time with the Flames uh, <laughs> season coming to a close. But I, I said it on Game Over last night, 
this wasn't enjoyable to watch. Like, this was a grind and just kind of a shit team to watch all season long. That There was no inspiring performances. There was no, enter there was a couple of entertaining games here and there. But, like, this, it was a really, really tough watch all season long. And so, quite frankly, I'm happy the season is coming to an end. I, I'm going to miss doing Game Over, but I'm not going to miss having to watch two and a half hours or whatever the fuck that was all season long from this team. Because it, it was, like, honest... Honestly and truly, I've said this a few times on Game Over, but honestly and truly, this was a pathetic season by the Calgary Flames. Um, and it, it ends pathetically. So I, I guess there is at least a little bit of... Um, I guess they, they just got what they deserved. Like, that's that what this basically comes down to. And now for Winnipeg, they get into the postseason, probably. Like, Nashville is still technically alive. But the Jets are, are going to be in. And, like, they're not playing particularly well. They... They are coming up on an offseason that is probably going to be one of great change in Winnipeg. Um, like, Pierre-Luc Dubois is probably definitely not going to be there. And we'll see what they do beyond that. We'll, we'll see if um, there, there's a, a bigger blow-up there, or if they're going to try to just keep riding out what they have with Connor Hellebuck. But here's the thing about the Jets. Because they have that dude, because they have Connor Hellebuck... I think they do fall into the, that is a team you don't want to face in the first round of the playoffs. Like, I'm... Um, whether it's it's Vegas or one of the central teams, I don't think they're going to want any part of having to deal with Connor Hellebuck for seven games. What we saw in Calgary last year, what can happen with a goaltender who gets hot at the right time? Jake Gottinger almost knocked the Flames out of the playoffs before we got to that Flames versus um, Oilers series. And, and quite frankly, I do think that a bit of the Flames' difficulty getting Dallas out in the first round led to them having more challenges against, um, against the Edmonton Oilers in round number two. So... The, the Jets can be a team that maybe maybe they don't get you. Maybe they're not the banana peel, but they at least make you strain enough that you're not going to have maybe as successful a run in, in the postseason as you would have wanted. That, that's basically it for the hockey. We're, we're gearing up for the playoffs. The playoffs are going to be a whole lot of fun. Um, the East playoff race is coming right down to the wire. That is probably where a lot of attention is going to be shifted to now that it's not an all-Canadian battle for the final playoff spot. Moving into the world of baseball, the Toronto Blue Jays have their home opener tonight. Haven't really talked a ton of Blue Jays since opening day. Um, there are a lot of positives with this team, and there are a couple of negatives as well. Let's start with the negatives, because I'm feeling negative after that Flames rant. The, the pitching staff is not where it needs to be right now. Um, Chris Bassett has been roughed up in his first couple of starts. Barrios and Kikuchi have kind of alternated a little bit. Um, one good one, one bad one. We'll, we'll see how much that trend does continue, but the, the pitching quite frankly is not where this team needs it to be. And we, we had at the beginning of the year, the top pitching rotations and we had the Blue Jays in there based on if everyone is pitching as, as well as they can. Well, a couple of the guys are pitching about as well as they can. Couple of the guys aren't though. And in the first series, you could explain it away because it's St. Louis, but then after that, it's Kansas City. Yeah. That isn't a team that should have given you much problems. And at the end of it, they didn't. Um, and then it's the LA Angels who have a bit of pop. They're, they're a team that we said to watch out for this year, which isn't breaking a ton of news. They have Shohei Otani and Mike Trout. They, they should be a good baseball team. But th this isn't... Um, th these aren't the most difficult lineups you're going to be facing. The next little bit is going to be an interesting test for this Blue Jays pitching staff. You have Detroit coming up for your home opener, and then I believe it is back-to-back -back series between the Yankees and the Rays, um, which it, the timing of it sucks because it's right in the middle of the playoffs. 
in the NHL. But yeah, they go, um, oh, okay, there's a break in there where they play Houston. So they have uh, a series here against Detroit starting tonight, a three-gamer at the the Rogers Center. Then they have three games against um, the Rays. And then it's three games against Houston before a weekend series with the Yankees. They play Chicago, and then they end the month uh, against Seattle. And then the schedule lightens up for a little bit anyway, as you head into the, the beginning of May. But th- this is going to be the the test now, as the, this pitching staff has had a couple of series to kind of work their way through whatever has been ailing them, and now now they have to have it figured out going into these three series against two. Not that it's going to be crippling to the season, but just that this is going to be a good litmus test to see where is this team actually amongst some of the best of the best, because Tampa Bay is off to a just razor sharp start um and the the Yankees kind of the same they, they've played some pretty good baseball as well and a, as you would expect um Houston I guess Houston's kind of stumbled a little bit they're five and six to start uh but the the Rays have won their first 10 games to start the season and the Yankees are at the a similar six and four with the Blue Jays so the the way the Blue Jays have success this year is if that pitching staff can all pitch to their baseball reference page and Right now, only a couple of them are. The offense is obviously clicking, um, and it, it's what we talked about before. Like they're not hitting a thousand home runs. The, the there is a change in approach this year with this team, and it it feels like we've said that before. And then by June, it kind of goes away. But it, it this feels a bit more sticky this year with the Blue Jays. Um, that they're not just using the long ball to bash their way to success. And, like, Varsho has been great. Like, I'll, I'll, quite frankly, a lot of the things that they have wanted to happen have worked so far. They, aside from a couple of the struggles with some of the arms, defensively, I think this team is better. We're going to have to have a long conversation about Bo Bichette as a shortstop, um, I think, very soon. Because it's, it's just not it. Like, he... He has amazing range and amazing athleticism, but the decision-making there just isn't what it needs to be at a primary middle-of-the-diamond position. So th- there's conversations that are going to need to be had, but the outfield defense has been spectacular so far this year. Varsho has been an ad that, like, every he has been everything you could have possibly wanted with this Blue Jays team so far. Matt Chapman has been excellent to, to start the season. Springer, Bichette, Vlad, all of them. Like, the, the offense is starting to click, or ha- has clicked, at, at least, to, to start the season. And so you're able to, to outslug some of the problems that you have had. But it's going to be fun to see the, the brand new Rogers Center tonight, or the, the improved, I guess, Rogers Center tonight. I do think eventually this team needs a new stadium. But they are doing a hell of a job putting lipstick on this pig. Um, and, and we'll see what it looks like from all the, all the different renderings that we've seen and all the different videos that we've seen and, and everything like that. It seems like they're doing a pretty good job with, with everything. So we will, um, we'll, we'll see what it all finally looks like when they, they open the doors to the Rogers Center tonight. It is a five o'clock start here in the mountain time zone. All right, time to take a break. And when we come back, it is today's ticket. Some of the music on Couch Potato Diary is provided by Wasted Talent. Find their producer on Instagram at Tommy Fresh Music. All 
All right, let's go with today's ticket. The baseball calendar uh, adds a lot to it, but it is a busy night in the NHL as well. Uh, we will start with the New Jersey Devils, minus a goal and a half against the Buffalo Sabres. We like that one. Uh, a nice playoff preview with Tampa Bay taking on Toronto. It's an interesting game. Uh, I don't think we're going to see a whole lot there. Um, oh, man. It is Pittsburgh minus a goal and a half is minus 185 against Chicago. There's a couple of spots that actually have Pittsburgh minus two and a half. And you know what? We're going to do that. I think the Penguins beat the hell out of Chicago tonight as they need to get in to uh, make their way into the postseason. Winnipeg taking on Minnesota tonight. Uh, Winnipeg still has a lot to play for. It's the back part of a back-to-back, -back, but I'll take the, the Jets straight up to, to win that hockey game at plus 102. Just two games in the NBA tonight. It is the play-in. It is Miami taking on Atlanta and Milwaukee taking on the Lakers. Uh, we're going to go chalk in this one. I, I think Miami gives Atlanta a lot of problems, and we're going to go Lakers minus seven and a half. This is already a five-game ticket in, um, in all of this, so I think that is where we're going to end it. I don't want to get too crazy by adding some baseball onto this. So five games on today's ticket. Uh, we have... The Lakers, minus 7.5 at Betway. We have the Heat, minus 5 at Bodog. Winnipeg, plus 102, a cool bet. You have the Pittsburgh Penguins, minus 2.5 at Betway. And you have the New Jersey Devils, minus a goal and a half against the Buffalo Sabres. So a little bit chalky, but that is today's ticket. And that is today's show. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Thank you for downloading and listening. Again, you can find me on social media, Twitter and Instagram. I am at PrimetimeKlein, twitch.tv slash PrimetimePK, and you can email the show, couchpotatodiary at yahoo.com. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Uh, going to hopefully have a podcast out again tomorrow, and then it is game over tomorrow night as the Flames wrap up their season against the San Jose Sharks. Thank you all so much for tuning in, and I'll talk to you all later. I'm out.